Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network as we continue our breakdown of position-by-position free agents available. As uh, we've talked about, we've got the Combine next week, the start of the league year, um, free agency beginning shortly after that. We're going to have some changes, folks, on this on these lists that I'm going through because some players are going to re-sign with their teams. Some teams are going to release certain players, adding more players to this list. But it's fun to look at now, at least to see what the value is with some of these players and see where it might head with the for your teams that are looking for offensive tackles is what we're going to focus on today. A reminder also that you can get more detailed breakdowns of what's going on in uh, the world of football, uh, free agency, the draft, uh, recruiting, uh, transfer portal, uh, coaching moves, uh, rules around college football, the NFL, you name it, we got it at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our scouting season sale that we have uh, right now, which is uh, the best deal we got. It's for 12 months, and it'll take you not only through the scouting season, but all of next football season. So it's the best deal that we've got going. If you want to try it out for a month, six months, we, you can try that out as well. Um, but the best deal is the 12-month deal. A reminder, too, to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. Now, let's get into free agency, um, the offensive tackles. Again, uh, we'll kind of go through some of these guys and kind of review where we things might we, where we think things might play out. But in terms of free agents that we think are going to be at the tackle position, I think one thing to keep in mind is when you look at these guys, you have to look at not just how good the player is, of course, but you also have to look at what is their value in terms of um, what is what type of monetary value do you want to put on a player? You got to look at the projected contract, how that's going to play out. All those things are really important. I would look at Orlando Brown, number one. I think that the Chiefs are more inclined to put a tag on him. So I don't know that he's going to become a free agent. He's just going to be 27 shortly. Um, I think he'd get about a five-year at about 20, 22 million average per year salary. They may want to go ahead and um, and put another tag on him again. That could still put him at least in a good range for one year. He's not going to be happy because he's going to want a long-term deal like all of these guys. But the Chiefs might be wanting to rent a player again uh, rather than go long-term. If you look at it. Um, he turned out, he turned a slow start into a strong second half this past season. So good for him on that from week 10 to the end of the regular season, his pass blocking grade was exceptional. So I, I don't know. I think they'll use the tag if they can't get a deal done, but I think he certainly, certainly graded out. Well, he's graded out in the high grade purple and, uh, low to sometimes mid grade red Mike McGlinchey of the 49ers. Um, he hasn't quite lived up his top 10 billing coming out of the 18 draft, but he's a quality starter at right tackle. His return to form, he suffered that torn quadricep in 2021. <coughs> Pardon me, he's dealt with various minor injuries over the years, but has done well to avoid missing much time overall. He's a perfect fit in that wide zone rushing attack. He's an excellent run blocker, and so he's a better fit for the Niners. He'd be a good fit. A lot of people would sign him. I think. 
he's looking at about a 15 to uh, 16, 16 and a half million dollar per year average, probably looking at a 37, 38 million dollar guaranteed money, maybe a four year deal. That makes a lot of sense. He's 28. Again, graded out very well, graded out um, in the reds and a high grade purple most of his time in the league. Jawan Taylor of the Jags is another interesting guy. He's a young guy. He's 25. Um, he had a career year as a pass protector. Um, his highest grade pass blocking grade since he's been in the league. Top 25 among tackles on the year. Um, he allowed pressure on just uh, under 3% of his dropbacks, which is the third, third among tackles in the league. Um, now, you know, Trevor Lawrence got the ball out quickly, so you can't just look at that. But you got to look at his ability to set. Um, his short set, his long sets, very good uh, bender. Uh, his pass blocking grades on true pass sets are still very solid. Um, I think he can improve in the run game. Um, but, you know, I think that's a better thing to at least have – to be able to work on as opposed to being limited in the past game. I, I think he's going to be uh, a, 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 an ascending player. I think, you know, probably at a 16 average per year with maybe 40 million guaranteed at that, that young age at 25, I think he's going to get that on the market. Jacksonville with a lot of room. We'll see if they'll do it. He's graded out in the purples. Um, only going to get better. Caleb McGarrett. Tackle for the Falcons. Uh, first round pick in 19. Had uh, his fifth year option declined for 2023. <clears throat> he had a career year. Now the Falcons are regretting not picking up that option. Uh, they may consider a tag. Uh, but the approximately $18.25 million price tag may be a little rich in their eyes. His run blocking grade is top two or three in the league. I think only Trent Williams has been consistently better in the run uh, game. Um, he's very, very good. He's a run-heavy offense. His pass blocking, you know, grade and, and abilities are not nearly as good. I think he's on the come. He's 28 years old. So we'll see where they go with him. I think you're probably looking at about a $30 million guarantee for the total uh, deal. Probably about $13 million per year on about four years is what we're looking at. Graded out very high. Graded out in the high reds this year. Um, his first year he graded out solid purple. 2020 um, uh, it graded out very well. So very, very good. Isaiah Wynn of the Patriots. Uh, he had a very tumultuous rookie contract with the Patriots. Missed the entire rookie season of 2018. Missed good chunks of time in 19 and 20. Nevertheless, over the 19 to 21 season, he graded out pretty well in the passing game. And <clears throat> his overall grade was pretty good. Not great. But injuries are a legitimate concern here. And the Patriots are, may reach a boiling point in 2022 with a lack of certainty. I think he's just 26 years old. <clears throat> you know, he's just... He's got versatility, can play both tackle spots, but his availability is the biggest issue. I think the deal is probably at about a 10 to $11 million a year average. 
I'd like to do a deal for him. If, if I'm interested and you like the versatility, which I do, and you feel good about where he could be going forward medically, I'd do a two-year deal with him. That way, if he's not really reliable health-wise, you, you just don't go a four-year deal on a guy that has had as much injury problems as he has. Got to sell him, and I think his agents got to understand, look, <clears throat> you've got to play consistently well and be available in order to get a bigger deal. So I think that that is the best deal for both ways. So it could be a one-year deal. Maybe we'll see if that, that happens. But uh, when he has been healthy, he's graded out pretty well. Kelvin Beecham, the tackle, Cardinals. Um, he's an older guy. He's going to be 34. Uh, 10 straight years, um, who's graded well in the past game. Despite his age, he hasn't really shown signs of slowing down. I still, you, those of you that follow me at LandryFootball.com, you know you don't give long, big money contracts to guys in this age bracket. Regardless that he hasn't showed signs of age, you sign him to a four-year deal. It, it's going to bite you in the keister if you don't watch it. I think you got to look at maybe a two-year deal with him as well. But he's logged over 1,100 snaps uh, with a revolving door of teammates, all four at the other four positions. He's limited as a run blocker, and that's not going to change a lot. But you know what you're going to get at right tackle, and you're going to get really good value. He's coming off a two-year, $4 million deal. I think a two-year deal in a one to two million average per year with say like two million, two point five guaranteed, maybe three million total, where he gets a chance to get another contract if he plays this one out well, and you're not locked in if he starts to slow down. Jermaine Elmanour of the right of the Raiders. Um, he's persevered throughout his career. He's 28 years old. Started, um, finally, gets a starting job for one full season. Long-time swing tackle. And I think he's earned more than the minimum. I thought from week seven through the end of the season, he graded well in the in the past game. I thought he was one of the better right, tacking, right tackle pass blockers. Um, and I think he's really good in the screen game. I think he gets out second level. I think this guy's got some value. Again, I'm looking at him as good value. Two years at about three and three quarters, say three, seven, three, eight million per year is a good deal. A, that is a guy that can be a starter for you and can be a swing tackle. I think that's good value there. Folks, I think uh, Elmanur is someone you've got to really look hard at. Um, <clears throat> Cameron Fleming of the Broncos. He's bounced around the league over the last few years, but earned a career-high grade this past year. 30 years old, swing tackle, nine starts at right tackle, six at left tackle. He's graded out pretty effectively. Uh, I think, again, another guy. About a $2.5 million a year average, two years, makes all the sense in the world. Good value, good versatility. Good price. He is 30. Again, all the more reason to get him on a shorter deal. He's graded out in the uh, the purple area in uh, 
the last two years, solid the mid to high grade purple, which is quality stalker, which is what you want from a swing tackle or a starting right tackle, depending on what you have. Is he better than what you got? You got to look at it. Also want to mention um, George Fant, I think is someone with the Jets that's a really good player. He struggled with injuries and was moved back and forth between right and left tackle. Um, an unfortunate development after a career year in 2021. Um, had him looking for an extension before the season began. Seven-year tackle. He's graded out pretty effectively in the pass blocking game. Um, played mostly at left tackle. He's had a low pressure rate allowed. He's going to be 31 in 2023. And at worst is another reliable swing tackle. Plenty of experience over the last two years on either side of the line. Just needs to get back to full health. Again, shorter deal, uh, maybe a one-year deal. But two years kind of in that same price range um, is where I would go with him. He might cost him a little bit more. It might be three, three and a half to four. Uh, you might have to go with him but I think has some some really good value. Um, again, not a lot of immediate answers. If Brown is off the market, if the Chiefs take, Chiefs take him off the market, McGlinchey stays, uh, then I think that you're going to have a hard time finding an elite guy. Jawan Taylor is going to get some play. McGarry is really good in the run game, and he's young. Then the rest of the guys, as I mentioned, Wynn, Beecham, Elmanure, Fleming, Fan are all guys that I think fit the role of guys you'd want to bring in. There are plenty of other guys, folks, that are going to come on this list, and there are other guys that I have not even mentioned that are more of the backups, that are more of the guys that could be a swing guy, but not guys that you'd be comfortable starting for the long haul. Um, we'll, again, get to the guys like that on LandryFootball.com because those are going to come into play. But, again, they're going to be guys that are going to come onto the market, be released. So that's why you want to make sure and kind of let free agency settle a little bit before you really lock in because there may actually be a couple of players that come on the market that are better than anybody that might be left on the market. So this is going to be a buyer beware on the tackle market this year. A reminder, LandryFootball.com, take advantage of the scouting season sale. That'll take care of our um, our complete scouting season, but it'll also take you through next football season. So make sure that you uh, keep it here on LandryFootball.com and take advantage of the, the, the 50% discount for the 12-month year deal to take you all the way again through next football season, or you can try it out for a month or six months, whatever is your pleasure. A reminder, though, you can um, d d follow us and get our shows at Landry Football Podcast Network very easily. It's free. Just subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. All we do is ask that you spread the word to a few friends of yours to join us here um, so we can continue to provide you the type of shows that we think you love here at LandryFootball.com. Folks, uh, it's been great joining you. And uh, again, we'll be back to break it down. We've mixed in college football, the NFL. We've got free agency, the draft, top players uh, returning position by position in college football. And before we head into spring practice, transfer portal in May, folks, it never stops in football. We got you covered at LandryFootball.com and the Landry Football Podcast Network. So long, everybody. Talk to you next time.